Women Taking the Lead, episode 213. And the the first thing I do in the morning, of course, after coffee, because that's always the first thing I do in the morning, is I have a little notebook and I write down, it's the same old gratitude journal. I write down three things. It takes me less than five minutes. And I write down the three things that I am grateful for today, you know, and whether that's little or big. But that really, I, I believe that helps your mindset. It only takes five minutes. And it definitely sets your path for the day. So then if an employee screws up because we're type A and employees screw up, right, then you're just like not so worried about it because you have so much to be grateful. Like so many things are going right. Why let that one thing get it wrong? That That is the one thing that I do every day. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Have you grabbed your copy of my best-selling book, Accomplished, How to Go from Dreaming to Doing? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash accomplished to access the secrets to achievement and success. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Lindsay Anderson, also known as One Click Lindsay, who is a web strategy expert working with small business owners to help them utilize the web to produce more website traffic and leads. Lindsay is the founder and CEO of trafficandleads.com. One Click Lindsay is an expert in landing pages, email sequences, search engine ranking, newsletters, analytics, social media, pay-per-click ads, websites, blogging, and believe it or not, more. (laughs) She knows how to utilize the myriad of online marketing options to generate more traffic and leads. Lindsay, uh, after reading that bio, I know there are a lot of women business owners who just listen to that list of things that you do and their ears are now perked up. Oh my goodness, somebody could do all these things for us. So if you could, just to start off, share with us a little bit more about you as a woman and your own humble beginnings. Sure. So my beginnings were I was I've always been a lifelong entrepreneur. When I was a kid, instead of babysitting, I was running the babysitters club or, you know, those different kind of things. And so when I find when I went to college, it seemed like a natural fit to go into information systems so I could learn about online marketing and do all this computer stuff, because then you can go and try all of these awesome ideas and you don't have to pay someone to see if they're going to fly or die. Right. So Um, It seemed like a natural fit. So I graduated from college and I got a job out at the uh, out at a nuclear waste facility in the desert of Idaho. And I was I was just a young gal graduated from college and I was writing out there with um, about eight uh, like men in their 40s in this carpool riding out to this nuclear waste facility to do uh, create some software for um, tracking nuclear waste. So that job paid a lot of money because we were government contractors, but it definitely was unfulfilling. It was extremely boring. You couldn't do anything without, um, without 10 signatures. And so you'd spend a lot of time sitting around. Not only that, you couldn't even drink out of the water fountains. My first day out there, I went to the water fountain to drink and everyone's like, no, you can't drink out of those. Like you'll get You'll, yeah, you'll get some nuclear waste disease, so some radiation poisoning. <laughs> so that was fun. Anyway, so I decided to uh, I decided to leave that job and hang my own shingle and start my own web development company, which turned out to be extremely competitive. So 
Um, I came from a government job where we were paying, we were being paid and programmers were making anywhere between 60 and $75 an hour. And, uh, so when I opened up my web shop, I thought it was a pretty good deal to get web programmers at, uh, 25 to $30 an hour. But come to find out everyone's brother's dog's cousin runs a web development shop and that quickly proved to be extremely unprofitable and we had to do a lot of uh, changing and niching and really up our game in order to succeed. Holy smokes. And you've added all, quite a few services to your repertoire, which which caught my attention when I was first introduced to you. Like, holy smokes, this is really great. Because for I know for a lot of women like me, <laughs> like where technology is not always my friend, it's nice to know that somebody else could take all of that off your hands and just do what they do. And it's almost like you want to believe like they just magically made everything start working perfectly. But we know the reality behind it. That is not the case. It, it is work, but you've clearly gotten really good at it. And you've come a long way from be, working at that nuclear waste facility. Yeah. Um, but if you could, Lindsay, I always like to start off, ironically, at a low point. You know, like it, it's it's the connector amongst all of us. We can all share in the experience of the times when we just you know, played small for a while because we either didn't see our value, we didn't know better, you know, and we held ourselves back. So if you could share with us your playing small story and the lessons you've learned from it. Yeah. So I would say my playing small story would have been, I was, uh, seven months pregnant with my first child, my daughter, and we had all of these, um, we had a staff, which was a mistake. Well, we were paying, overpaying them and we had a fancy schmancy office building. I'm sure a lot of people in your audience have made that same mistake. You fall more in love with, um, like the thoughts of having a business and leading a team and what it's going to feel like for you instead of like actually the processes to get that work done or to bring that work in. But I'm seven months pregnant with my daughter. We owe over $75,000 in back taxes because we could not um, keep up with the payroll tax. And uh, the IRS was on uh, breathing down our necks and like, we'll be in, um, for the whole next week to go through all of your books to see why you can't pay us. So it was extremely stressful and I really wanted to quit. Not only that, I had, uh, had an investment in a house, like, uh, everyone and their dog built a spec house in 2008 and a spec house is basically you build a house in order to quickly turn it around and sell it. Well, I built that house it was behind and suddenly the market crashed in 2008. And quite frankly, like all of this came crashing down the, the payroll taxes, that house, which I owed about $300,000 on, um, came crashing down in 2008 with the rest of the economy. And all I wanted to do was, uh, completely give up. I did not, I wanted to, um, I had an employee that was like, I'll totally take the business off your hands. I wanted to hand it to him for 10 bucks, right? And just like go back to working um, a nine to five job and letting a corporate guy tell me what to do because I did not want to deal with it. And I was ready to quit. What did you do? Well, um, thankfully, I have a very supportive husband who uh, and we basically put our heads together. We created a plan. The, the main thing 
Jody, that we learned was the importance of creating a budget, right? So up to that point, we were very much like, oh my gosh, can we make it through this week? Can we make payroll this week? You know, like, let's just get this week taken care of. But we took a step back, took a deep breath and started really tracking the ins and outs of the company, making goals for sales knowing what we had to bring in and like literally outlining every single dollar in and out on a spreadsheet that out of anything, I would say changed our business dramatically. Mm -hmm. And what I'm hearing from your story is sometimes as business owners, we can play small by like hiding from those details. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't want to see the details like the big fat you know, red negative numbers on that spreadsheet kind of can make you a little sick. We owed a ton on credit cards, of course, like Mm -hmm. all of this. And of course, you just want to hide from it. But we decided we've got to like, look at this. What does it mean? And what do those numbers look like? And when can we make these payments? And what do we have to do in order to make them? Then I was able to go like, it's funny in business and they, and and I'm sure you've heard this before is like when you're hiring employees, you always want to have almost like a half to an, a full extra employee on staff. So you're continually hustling to bring in enough work so that you can pay these people, right? Like you never want to be behind on staff. You want to be ahead. So you're constantly hustling for Mm -hmm. sales. You don't want to get comfortable. And so that's the other thing it did. I knew I had to bring in X amount a month in order to make all these payments and that everything would be good in three to five years, which it was a lot less than that, but that was our goal. And, you know, once you like come out of the darkness and look at what you're really dealing with, it's not as scary as you just not knowing and you just ignoring everything. Mm-hmm. And that's why the expression can apply. To, it applies to many things, but can apply to this as well. The truth will set you free. True. Hey, it's <laughs> so true. I never thought about it in that context, but it's so true. Like they're just numbers and it's math. And so like don't hide from from the scary details of your business. Yeah. And don't make it mean anything. It's just yeah. the facts. Then you know what you need to do and you yeah. can go out and do it. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Lindsay, loving the story. Let's keep it going with another story. Now share with us a time in your journey when you had a wake up call, right? So this is those aha moments or, you know, the, the dawning things dawn on us. And for some people it's, it's quick, it's instantaneous. And for others, it takes a while and it it slowly comes to fruition what they need to do. But in either case, there is a moment of action. So if you could share with us what led up to that moment and then the steps you took that led to your success. Sure. So, so after we were, you know, we were back on track doing, uh, making our payments and everything like that. We were still at this point, just your like vanilla web development company. And I, let me tell you, so let me just back that up with, the name of that company was actually Web Impact, but everyone, like it doesn't, I, I realized that customer, like it doesn't matter if you have a website, all that matters to customers is traffic and leads, right? Like you can have 500 websites, but if no one's going to it and no one's calling you, like who cares? And so I pulled myself out of the web development business and decided to actually give customers what they were looking for. And that was traffic and leads, which is where all this online marketing, email sequences, pay-per-click traffic, like those are the important things. Web development, yeah, you need it, but like it doesn't produce results on its own. And so how I got to that point was we were we were humming along, but I was, you know, I was being extremely competitive with prices and matching your 
you know, your daughter's price, $400 website. And it was extremely like, I mean, I was having to get so many sales and cutting the cost just because we, we wanted to make these goals. But I was interviewed by, um, I, I'm on, I'm on podcast interviews a lot and I happened to be interviewed by a business coach. And, uh, this was a, this was a many years ago. And, uh, so we, we were talking and he had a lot to say, a lot that really rang true. And to be quite frank with you throughout this whole journey, I never really knew there was such a thing as a business coach or definitely that I didn't need one or that they couldn't help me. But this interview, his name, uh, his name was Jim Palmer. You may know him, Mm -hmm. but we ended this interview and he was basically like, I can help you. I can help you to not have to do this struggle. Um, so here's free tickets to my uh, event. So it's next week. You should totally come. And at that time, I had a three-year-old and a two-year-old at home. And I'm like, yeah, that's not happening because I have a three-year-old and two-year-old. But as I have praised my husband in this interview before, he was like, you should totally go. So I left him home with the two babies. I bought a ticket right then and right there. And went to this conference and it was awesome. I met a ton of entrepreneurs that were struggling just like me. Uh, he, you know, when you hire a business coach and you're a business coach, Jody, you know this, um, you guys, business coaches can provide a fast track for you. They can answer a lot of questions you have. They can view your business from a point of view that you are not seeing because you are like in the ditch on it. You know, like you're just doing the daily work and can't see the bigger picture. And, you know, I just came to this realization by going, making that decision to spend the thousand bucks or more on this conference. And I went and I basically got myself a business coach, which has dramatically changed my business. Now I have two business coaches and that's how important I view business coaches. So that is the decision. Well, I appreciate that. (laughs) And thank you for the boost. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it even amazes me. I'm a business coach and I've been a business coach for almost seven years now. And even sometimes it amazes me when I'm chatting with somebody, I'm like, oh yeah, you could do like, sometimes I forget how much I know and how much, how valuable it is just to get a third party perspective on things. Um, and, and that, that's why it's so helpful because when we're like, we get into our heads as business owners, and then we start playing the same loop over and over and over again. We tell ourselves the same stories about what's possible and what we can do. And, you know, we only know what we know. And by, you know, especially when you hire a business coach who's worked with a lot of different businesses and a lot of different people, they've got a lot more resources than, than you can even imagine. Yeah. And not only that, most, I don't know if yours comes with this, but a mastermind, like being able Mm -hmm. to rub shoulders with people that are running their own business. Like up until that point, I felt like I was very alone. None of my friends had a small business, much less, you know, one that was close to a million bucks a year, but it is very lonely and you feel very, especially if you're like working from home and stuff, like you're in charge of all paying all these people and supporting their families, it gets extremely lonely. So then when you can enter in a group like this, then, you know, you're not alone anymore. Yeah, I started a a mastermind community. Um, I I should say a membership community at the beginning of the year. 
And our most recent, like we have a monthly Q&A coaching call where we're all on the same conference line together and we can, you know, see each other or not. You know, people can just call in or they can, you know, be seen um, via the cameras on their computer. But, oh, my God, Lindsay, it's so much fun. And, you know, the power and the energy that starts, you know, coming up as people start sharing what they're going through. And people someone's like, well, me, too. And me, too. And someone's like, well, I, I went through that last year. Let me tell you what I did. And. Oh, it's, it's awesome. awesome. I highly <laughs> yeah. recommend. Yeah. Like out of all my business lessons, it's snag yourself a business coach. If you can't afford that, at least do some sort of mastermind something. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, and let, let's talk a little bit more about you because one thing I, I love asking all of my guests, cause I, I think it's really important. You probably see this in, in your clients and the other business owners that you rub shoulders with is we know what two people lead the exact same way, nor are they meant to. I think we, we get the wrong message when we think, that all leaders have to have the same skills and strengths and personality types. It's it's so not true. There are fundamentals to leadership that make you a better leader, like listening and the ability to build relationships. But how everyone goes about that is going to be different. So Lindsay, how would you describe your leadership style? Yeah. So Jody, I was actually hoping you were going to skip that question because <laughs> out of like all of my weaknesses, 100% my leadership ability needs a lot of work. And that's actually what one of my business coaches is. It's a hundred percent. It's called legacy leaders. It's a hundred percent teaching me how to be a best, a better leader because I know it's important. But as you described your audience in the beginning of our call today, we're, I'm sure you guys can recognize we're like type A, get it done. I can be a super mom and a super business owner. But part of that is like, we have to know all of the details, right? Like everything has to run through me and I am the boss and I hold all the authority and all the responsibility and, you know, yeah, make a decision. But, oh, are you sure you wanted to make that decision? You know, like I'm very type A. My nose isn't absolutely everything in my business. And that is preventing us from growing. Like we are extremely successful, but I want to be 10 times this. And I know it's my leadership style that is doing that. So Mm. definitely I would describe me as an autocratic leader. Like everything goes through me. Yeah. (laughs) Lindsay, I love that you just came clean with that. That's huge. Just acknowledging it. And yes, part of like our type A personalities is we do like to be in control of everything. And a part of our development is to let go of the control. So one, I love that you, you are just honest about it. You acknowledge it. And two, I'm in counseling. You're getting... like I'm in a training for it. I'm in counseling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was the second thing that you're getting help on it. Cause it's not always easy. It can be scary as a type A person, especially, you know, we, we aren't just born this way too. I mean, there's a p- part of our personality we're born with, but then a lot of it develops over time too. And we just learn along the way, you know, the whole saying, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself, you know, oh, and we embrace it. Yeah. and love it and go to bed with it. And we're just like, that's so true. But the reality is you can only get so far. Yes. Doing everything yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Like I only, you know, I man right now, I manage like over, you know, 50 projects. Like I'm just out of time at this point, you know, Mm -hmm. so something's got to give. And so I'm going to training, going to some counseling for to be a better democratic leader and being able to hire project managers and like trusting that I've trained them. And I think it does come down to training, 
giving them the ability to train or giving them good training on how you want things done and processes to feel like you can step away and they're going to handle it. Mm -hmm. You're going to master this, Lindsay. I know it's going to be (laughs) rough, (laughs) but you're going to do it. (laughs) All right, Lindsay. Well, let's talk about something fun. What is one thing you're working on right now that you're really excited about and want to share with us? Yeah. So, um, so traffic and leads, just so you know, we create, like I said, landing pages, email sequences, and then we drive traffic to those landing pages and email sequences through social media or pay-per-click or search engine optimization. So all of that, as you probably know, can get kind of expensive. So, I mean, to work with us, you're looking at definitely somewhere at least over five or $600 a month. Um, and it just depends on how long that goes, but I have so many people that kind of, want to do this for themselves. They have a real passion for their tribe. They want to do the messages. They feel, I mean, the tools today, like convert kit or MailChimp, there's so many easy tools um, that people can actually do all of this themselves, but they need just a teeny tiny bit of guidance. Like they just need to, maybe they create a landing page and it's converting at 3% and they want to, first of all, know, is that good or bad? Second Mm -hmm. of all, maybe want to know like how to increase that. Same with like email sequences or a Facebook campaign. So I created the Traffic and Leads Ultimate Membership Program, which you can find out at trafficandleadsmembership.com. And honestly, it's 40 bucks or $49 a month. And with that, you get private Facebook group and you can ask me and my team anything. If you're having a problem with a WordPress update, you can post that and we will walk you through it. If you have a question on a pop-up, we can help you with that. We can help you with copywriting. Everything you can post in this private group. Not only that, you get um, one free training from me a week and a backlog of all of my trainings. And that's covering everything from Instagram to Facebook to SEO, like everything. And so all of that for $49 a month. And I did that because I love talking to small business owners and I hate it when they can't afford me and they just want to do it themselves. And so that is the perfect place for them to be. I'm really excited about it. I just started that a month ago. Very excited. That's huge, Lindsay, especially for this community of women who, and I know you guys are out there, the do-it-yourselfers. You know enough to be dangerous. You know enough to get the lead page up, to get the sequence going, but you may not have enough expertise to know exactly what impacts the customer. And that's where this community could come in huge. Yeah. Or maybe you're getting like $20 a lead. Like you have Facebook ads to a landing page to an email sequence, but they're coming in at 20 to 40 bucks a lead. Like that of course needs to come down. And that's where we can basically give you some recommendations on how to do that. Cause that's what we do for our customers that pay us to do it. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay, can you give that uh, URL again? Sure. Trafficandleadsmembership.com. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you for that. All right. Well, on the flip side of things, um, besides going to leadership school, what would you say is the biggest leadership or business challenge you're faced with right now? I mean, honestly, like my whole year, when I get out of this year, I'm going to hope, not hopefully, I will be a better leader. I will have like very detailed processes in place so that I can hand every task off. So the way that I've been running things for since January is when I sit down to do a task, I say to myself, will I have to do this again? The answer is probably yes. Then I either write up a document and put it in our Google Docs training place or I create a video so that 
while I'm doing that task. So hopefully my project manager can take that over after I like step back and do it. And again, when you're managing 50 projects, I have a six month old son, I have two other kids, like so many things. It's very difficult to not just go bam, 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 one task to the next, but I have to sit back. I have to make these training videos. Like it's going to pay off, but those are my main goals for the year. Yeah, that's that's the work of the business owner versus the technician. I you know. were being the technician before, and I now know. you're stepping into the owner role. <laughs> yes, so embarrassed. Yeah, so great. No, it's so great, and I so appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing all of this because I know there are women out there who are doing the same thing. They're exhausting themselves in the technician role, and it's time for them to step up and be the business owner. Yep, Huge. time to go. Time to go. All right, Lindsay, now I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup. So tell us, what is one practice you have that helps to make you a better leader? My favorite practice, I would say, that has changed me is in the, the first thing I do in the morning, of course, after coffee, because that's always the first thing I do in the morning, is I have a little notebook and I write down it's the same old gratitude journal. I write down three things. It takes me less than five minutes and I write down the three things that I am grateful for today. Um, you know, and whether that's little or big, but that really, I, I believe that helps your mindset. It only takes five minutes. Um, and it definitely sets your path for the day. So then if an employee screws up cause we're type A and employees screw up, right. Then you're just like, not so worried about it. Cause you have so much to be like so many things are going right. Why let that one thing get it wrong? That that is the one thing that I do every day. That's a perfect way to start a day. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And it's super simple. Like I wish, like I have tried to do the meditation thing and stuff like that. Like I totally know it's valuable, and um, I think my brain's working too fast. But it's something you know. One day I want to be able to be like I meditate for two hours, but that's just not me. So I've <laughs> I've, I've landed on this gratitude journal thing. <laughs> It's a baby steps with meditation. It, you know, start small, start with one minute. Yeah. You know, I think to, here's the type A thing thing again, right? Because I can see it in myself. No, everyone says you need to meditate for like a half an hour. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, so you can start with a minute and then yeah. go from there. Same. Yeah. I did that when I was, when I became a runner, I, I got on the treadmill for a minute. And that's it. I ran for a minute and then I'd walk the rest of the time. And then the next day I'd try to go longer than a minute and then yeah. longer, you know, slowly build that for life. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a good analogy for anything you're trying to tackle. Like if yeah. you get one step ahead, then cool. Yeah. Huge. All yeah. right, Lindsay, what advice would you give your younger self? Um, it, not to be repetitive, but it would definitely be grab onto a business coach before you were seven years in business. Um, if possible, grab onto one that has already been in the same industry as you, because there's some major shortcuts to be had. And share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. Yeah, I think I'm just going to go with Steve Jobs. I'm sure you guys have heard this quote before, but he said, I'm convinced that about half of what separates the successful entrepreneurs from the non-successful one is perseverance. So keep going. And I, like, and that's what I tell anybody who's, cause I, I do a lot of social media consulting is like, it's not going to happen overnight. And same with this traffic and leads, like anything, email marketing and everything. You just have to keep going, put your head down. So you're going to do whatever it is for a year to the very best you can. And like really, really good things will come. Awesome. And lastly, Lindsay, what is the best way for this community to connect with you? Yep. You can catch me at my website, oneclicklindsay.com, and you can spell that any way you want. 
I love that. All right. And for those of you listening, you can find all the links and resources that Lindsay shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com. And Lindsay, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. It was my pleasure. Before we say goodbye, I want to give a huge shout out to Millie Welsh at Zebra Lab Web Solutions. She does the hosting for the Women Taking the Lead website, as well as the SEO and payment solutions. So if you need help with any of these things, contact Millie at zebralubwebsolutions.com. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.